This podcast is brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. Hello and welcome to NHS Careers Untapped. The NHS is one of the largest employers in the world, but most people when they think of a job in the NHS think of doctors and nurses. However, the NHS is so much more. There's a huge variety of jobs you can do, suiting all interests and personalities. In this podcast, we will be talking to people working in the NHS, in jobs you might never have heard of before, finding out exactly what they do, how they came to be working in that job, and what they love most about it. I'm joined this morning by Vikesh, and you are a medical physicist, is that right? An ultrasound physicist. That's correct, yes. Fantastic. So can you start just by telling me a bit about your job? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I'm a medical physicist. Specifically, I am an ultrasound physicist currently working at St. George's Hospital in Tooting. So my role, I fall under the Department of Medical Physics, and I work in a small team of three three people and we basically focus on the maintenance and quality assurance of diagnostic ultrasound throughout the hospital. So this means we look after all the different ultrasound scans in the hospital and make sure they're working, make sure they're adequate for use. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. And so how long have you done this job for? So my current position, I've been there for six months. Previously, I've been working as a biomedical engineer in the clinical engineering department at Croydon Hospital. I spent the last two years in that post focusing more and more on ultrasound equipment, which then has led me into this more specific ultrasound maintenance role at St. George's. And how did you get your job and what training was needed? So I have a master's of engineering degree from Imperial College, which was in biomedical engineering. Following that, I did go on to do a doctorate in biomechanics at Imperial College as well. Um, and then started as a temporary agency worker in biomedical engineering within the NHS at Royal Free Hospital. So that was kind of my entry into the NHS through a umbrella agency company. And then that led me to apply for a permanent position within the NHS. So in terms of training wise, an engineering degree with focus on electronics, mechanics, which kind of gave me the foundation to get into the role. There are different routes to getting into my position. Probably the most direct route is the postgraduate NHS scientist training scheme that's run. So again, pre-requirements are a degree in either physics or engineering, some science degree, and then it's possible to apply for that route. And that's a dedicated three-year training program, usually an MSc in medical physics, and that can directly lead into the role that I'm doing. But as I said, it is possible to do it kind of on the job the way I've done it. So working through different roles in the support services in engineering and then taking on professional courses. So myself, when I developed the interest in diagnostic ultrasound imaging, I was able to approach kind of third party external training providers. I attended a week's course on ultrasound maintenance and quality assurance, which gave me the skills needed to do the role that I'm doing. So how long was your training in total? So I'd say four years of doing an undergraduate degree and following that, if you wanted to enter the field, you pretty much could enter the field and then you would probably need to attend a couple of weeks of professional courses to get the qualifications needed, but they could be done whilst in the role. 
right okay so you can be working and earning a salary while you do that additional training absolutely so the basic requirement would just be a degree in engineering or maths or physics degree right okay that makes sense so can you tell me what does a typical day look like for you in your role yeah, so it's difficult to say what a typical day would be because being a support service, we have to react to what kind of the needs are of the day. But typically I would start up in my office. So I'm spread between my office and I always have access to a workshop where I'd carry out any maintenance or testing I need to do on sound scanners. Up in my office, I'll check for any messages or calls. The equipment has been logged as broken overnight. I would then need to attend those and then look at priority list of what needs to be done for the day. For the rest of the Afternoon and day, I'd be basically on standby. So if there's any further calls, I might be needed to attend theatres, the wards, or even diagnostic rooms where the ultrasound equipment is. So typical day, I could be all over the hospital running around, attending urgent call-outs, fixing problems here and there. Or I could be at my desk doing admin work, writing reports, or in the workshop, fixing and doing band maintenance on ultrasound machines. So very varied environments that I work in and varied day-to-day, basically. Yeah, this seems to be a common theme across the podcast we're doing that actually in the NHS, there generally isn't a typical day because you can never really predict what's going to happen. And it's all about kind of responding to things as they happen. Absolutely. Um, you know, we try and plan as much as we can. And I'm, I love planning my work and knowing what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of days or even the next week. So coming in with an idea in my head, this is a task that I need to get done for the day. And yeah, there are some days where that gets completely blown out of water and you have to attend things and reschedule the jobs that you did have planned. What do you like most about your job? And on the flip side to that, what do you find most challenging? So that variety of work and day-to-day tasks is definitely something I enjoy. It's particularly days when I'm working in clinical environments. I really enjoy that personal relationship that we have with the end users of our equipment, so people carrying out the ultrasound exams. So supporting them, giving them training, giving them advice on scanners, attending those call-outs is probably what I enjoy the most with the work that I do. Because with that, you also get the satisfaction that you're walking away from a problem. You know you've made a direct impact in helping that clinic or that department give the best service that it can. So there is a little bit of a a superhero feeling when you walk away from those clinical environments knowing that you've sorted a problem out for them and they're back up and running. But at the same time, I also enjoy the days where I get really hands-on. I've got some planned repairs that I need to do because I'm in my workshop pulling things apart, completely dismantling the machine and putting it back together. So you can get very technical on those days. You're in your workshop and you're working away, you're losing track of time. Those are the things I enjoy most about the job. And then on the flip side, that also brings the challenges with it. So personally, for me, I find it hard to walk away from a problem and not having solved it. So there are situations where things are out of your hands, machines break, or there's problems with other issues that you can't fix yourself. And I do find that difficult to then switch off when I'm finished for the day or you know, I've had to go home or I've had to put a pin in it to come back to it in a day's time. You know, it's constantly on the line that this is a problem. I haven't been able to fix it. So, yeah, and, you know, for, personally for me, that's something I, I struggle with a little bit to walk away from an issue that I can't fix. Yeah, definitely that brings the stress to my job. Yeah, definitely. I guess when you're used to the satisfaction of fixing something, it must be a bit of an annoying niggle when there's been something that you've maybe not been able to work on. Absolutely, yes, yeah. And can I ask, what personal qualities or skills are needed for your job? I mean, it sounds like you've got to be quite technical and happy to get kind of hands-on and taking apart complex machines and stuff like that. What other kind of qualities would you say are essential? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think the role does suit those who are naturally technical minded and people who enjoy problem solving and can think on their feet. There is no rule book to how to address a fault when it actually does occur. And the job does require you to be able to think, think clearly on your feet and come up with a solution that both you are happy with and also the people that are using your equipment. And with that, I think communication is key, definitely in our roles, being able to explain, you know, the technical details of a fault or what procedures you need to do to correct it to the end users and the language that they would understand definitely goes a long way to give them confidence in your ability and your service to support them. And then also gives them reassurance as well that, you know, the tests you have done on their scanner, they can rely on it. So I'd definitely say the communication part of the job is very important. It's not all just technical. Yeah, definitely. That makes complete sense, actually. And is there anything that you wish other people knew about your job? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing I wish people knew about our jobs, I, I get the reaction all the time when I tell people what I do. It's like, oh, I didn't even think that was necessary or that was a role or, you know, that, that happens. And I think that happens because a lot of people take technology for granted and they just believe that it will always work or, you know, if it's designed to do a certain thing, that's just what it does. And from my experience, a lot of people are surprised when they find out how much work is required to actually maintain these equipment and the tests that are involved. So we make sure that when you press a button on a particular machine, it does exactly what you want it to do and not something else and it's safety use. So definitely, I, I think that's something that I want to promote about what we do and our service. And I was pride in about knowing we are the people who give the end users confidence in their scanners. And when they see an image on their screen, they know exactly that they can trust that image because of the tests that we have done. Yeah, definitely. So kind of behind the scenes work, but really important in making sure that everything is running smoothly and going to plan. Because if we didn't have the machines working, then a lot of what we do on a day-to-day -day basis couldn't happen. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, it. It hits the nail on the head that is quite important. It is one of those hidden services um, that I think people don't often think about. They might think, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, someone has to clean it, but they don't know the level of work that goes into it. Definitely something to highlight. Yeah, sure. And finally, what advice do you have for students or young people who, after listening to this, might be thinking about a career in either ultrasound physics or more generally in kind of medical physics? I would say most. Hospital departments, physics departments, or engineering departments are very approachable. And I would say definitely if you're thinking about a career in that line of work, try and contact your local hospital and ask them if, you know, they are able to take you on for a day to show you around, or they might even be able to organize some shadowing or work experience for you. But I definitely wouldn't be shy to try and get in touch with like hospital departments to see what kind of work they're doing. And you'll get a, a real taste for the day-to-day possibly even access to routes into the field as well. Okay, yeah. So actually just a good opportunity to try out the job and make sure it's for you before you go down a route of further training. Absolutely. Great. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for talking to me this morning. It's been really great hearing more about your job and again about one of these hidden roles that I just had never really thought about. But now on reflection, of course, you know, your job's really important. Of course it has to happen. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to NHS Careers Untapped. To find out more about different career opportunities within the NHS, please check out our other podcasts available for streaming or download on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
SoundCloud and YouTube. You can also find out about other events happening as part of the Careers Untapped project by registering on the Great Ormond Street Digital Education Network at the link provided in the episode description and searching NHS Careers Untapped. You can also find links to a couple of other great websites to check out, including healthcarecareers.nhs.uk and skillsforhealth.org.uk. This podcast was brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. If you want to find out more about our work, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.